Good afternoon. It's Midday Magazine for Friday, September 22nd. I'm Hannah Floor. Petersburg's Public Safety Advisory Board has two open seats in next month's municipal election. Five people are running. The board is tasked with advising the borough assembly, police chief, and EMS and fire director on matters of public safety. KFSK will be airing conversations with each of the five candidates in coming days. KFSK sat down with Tony Vincent to talk about why he's running for the position. position. Vincent say, says he has experience working on boards and managing large numbers of people. Some people know me, some don't. Um, I don't know if uh, some know my background, but I did um, own and operate a minor league football team for 10 years. And I was president of the whole West Coast for the league. Uh, it incorporated 34 teams at the time, I think. Um, but if you do the math, there's a thousand, I mean, a hundred people. 100 players per roster, about 10 coaches, usually a cheer staff, event staff. All that's involved, it usually encompasses about 8,000 people. And so I have been on board that board before, um, as well as others, but that was the biggest one that impacted the most amount of people, I think. So tell me why you're interested in serving on the public safety board. Well, that's the thing. Um, that goes, again, back to the football team. Is um, I lived in Oceanside, California, population 180,000 people. Um, at the time, uh, there was two, uh, they go by ethnicity, so it was the black community and the Samoan community were having shootings back and forth uh, in retaliation for the last shooting, and I don't know where it all started, but my kids were growing up in this area, and I really wanted to make it safer uh, for all the kids, not just my kids, of course. So I um, actually developed the football team as a gang deterrent, drug deterrent program, and um, in the I had the police support um, I would do uh, fundraisers and stuff for fallen officers, um, battered women's shelters, um, things like that through the football team. So I helped the community. But the biggest thing was in the 10 years that I owned the team, the crime rate went down 33% in our neighborhood. Yeah, I wasn't responsible, obviously, for all 33%, but I made a difference and an impact on a community of 180,000 people, which I feel is huge. Yeah. Um, are there particular projects or safety concerns um, that you want to address? Um, I do. Um, there's one that's kind of at the top of my list, and I've discussed it before with the mental health counselors that we had here, a couple of that I knew, um, is a, some sort of way for the police. And, and uh, again, I'm used to working with the police departments, and um, I love ours. They're pretty awesome. But um, I'd want to help them respond to mental health crises uh, better or give them more tools or in their toolbox to utilize to do that. Um, In some communities, there's what they call a PERT team, and it's a psychiatric psychiatric emergency response team, and they do dispatch a mental health counselor or advisor during those to help the police um, interact with people in in, uh, having mental illness crises. Um, In addition to that, I'd want to bring uh, more uh, increased fire awareness, I guess, uh, training for all the businesses and residents, um, just to increase their fire awareness as, we're, as we witnessed by the church that caught on fire. Um, just things like that. Um, I'd like to see more AEDs in town to help with uh, stuff like medical. Um, homelessness, um, especially during the winter. Um, I know that's a big thing for the community. I've seen it on the boards before. I do pay attention and see what's going on in the community. Um, I do want to address that as well because that's a safety concern for the people of our community. All right. 
And then um, the borough code says that the role of the public safety board is to advise the fire department, the police department, and the assembly on matters of public safety. So how do you see yourself working with them moving forward? Uh, funny because I mentioned the police department with the PERT team. I mentioned the fire department with uh, increased fire awareness. Um, and then again, just the board in general with homelessness. Um, I'd also like to develop and expand our support uh, and support uh, Citizen Crime Watch. Um, I think that would be helpful, not just for crimes, but um, just to see stuff going on in the community. Uh, I just, I'm all about public safety, and I think I think it's a perfect spot for me. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, I, well, I'll just say that most people know who I am. If you don't and you see me out in town, um, feel free to come up to me, ask questions. I like to shake hands and talk to people. I, I really enjoy it, so... Hope just meet new people that I haven't met yet. That was candidate for Public Safety Advisory Board, Tony Vinson. KFSK will be airing conversations with each candidate for Public Safety Advisory Board in coming days. Past conversations can be found on kfsk.org. Petersburg's municipal election is Tuesday, October 3rd. Early voting is available weekdays from 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. at the municipal building. A group of U.S. Forest Service personnel traveled to Cake late last month to help put on the annual Children's Fishing Derby. KFSK's Shelby Herbert has more on the event where Cake youth practice catching and identifying fish with visiting scientists. Many communities across southeast Alaska hold salmon fishing competitions in the summer, but Petersburg's King Salmon Derby pulled the plug in 2018 on account of historically low king returns to south-central southeast rivers. But on the other side of Kupernoff, Cake's annual children's fishing derby is still swimming strong, even in spite of some new challenges. This year, the derby got pushed back by a few weeks due to a COVID-19 outbreak, and it was organized by a much smaller group than previous years. The delay pushed the event just out of reach for the Alaska Youth Stewards, who usually come to help out. Eric Castro is a U.S. Forest Service fish biologist with the Petersburg Ranger District, and he's helped organize the event for several years. Even though the teen interns couldn't make it this year, Castro credits them with the long-term success of Cake's Fishing Derby. Uh, The last few years, we've relied upon the Alaska Youth Stewards that has really been essential in helping our event kind of mature and become assimilated a little bit more into the community. We've always had a great response from the community and the elders, but I feel that there's even a stronger affinity toward it when we started uh, encompassing the, uh, the Cake Youth The Derby is a collaboration between the organized Village of Cake, Cake Tribal Corporation, the U.S. Forest Service, and several other community entities and nonprofits. Local businesses and private citizens donated prizes for the event, like dry bags and fishing rods. Danielle McPhee is a biological technician who staffed the event. It was her first time coming out. She says she noticed the kids certainly had their preferences. Uh, I will say all that the Barbie fishing rods went quick. So Barbie was a hot commodity. The organizers also brought some very unique arts and crafts supplies with them. Part of McPhee's job was helping the kids paint T-shirts using dead fish. So there was some like black rock fish and a pink salmon. And then my coworker and I went out in the morning and found some starfish and seashells and some other things so they could use that on their t-shirt. That yeah. got 
you guys are printing yeah. fish, yeah, like dead fish. Paint, yeah, yeah. So we have this, you know, permanent uh, fabric paint, and they can choose what kind of fish or creature they want to put paint on, and yeah, and then you just roll it on the t-shirt. A lot of it turns into hand painting <laughs> and, and fingerprint stuff, but yeah. But the Derby is also about education. Staff helped identify all the species the kids brought in. McPhee says they caught a huge variety of fish that day, and they were pretty resourceful about it. Some kids were out on boats, some kids were fishing from the dock. Some of them went upriver and caught some cutthroat and Dolly Vardens and brought those in. Castro kept a detailed spreadsheet of all the fish the kids caught and of every single contest category. We had the heaviest, longest, smallest, and most interesting. Not ugliest, it was most interesting. <laughs> The largest fish, which netted the grand prize, was a 6.86-pound coho. Castro says the most interesting, not the ugliest, category is meant to be a catch-all for when the kids reel in something really special. You get a kid fishing off the dock and he finds a boot, you know, pulls up a boot off the bottom of the the seafloor and... uh, If he turns that in, gosh, that's interesting. But this year's most interesting fish wasn't a boot. It was a six-inch eel. I'm not certain how that eel was captured, but it was live, and they they intended on going and releasing it. So that that was pretty interesting. In spite of all the challenges up front, Castro says he feels grateful for the opportunity to come out for another youth fishing derby. And it's just a reminder of this wild place that we live in and how amazing it is. We're actively trying to increase community involvement between Petersburg and Cape and then ancillarily to, you know, enjoy the benefit of the great outdoors. Castro thanks the other groups that accompanied Petersburg Ranger District personnel to Cake, which included staff from Salmon State, the Indigenous Sentinels Network, and Skipper Science. In Petersburg, I'm Shelby Herbert. The Kenai Silver Salmon Derby is a week-long fishing competition. This year, for the first time, proceeds from the event will go to management and improvement efforts along the Kenai River. Hunter Morrison has more about the derby. Anglers young and old came together along the lower Kenai River to test their luck at the annual Kenai Silver Salmon Derby. Unlike most fishing derbies, which compete for the largest fish, the event awards prizes based on a magic weight that is randomly selected at the end of each day. Given that any fish over four pounds is eligible to compete, anglers of all skill levels have a chance to win prizes. The adult grand prize is $5,000, while the youth grand prize is $1,000. The objective of this derby is to reduce selective fishing practices that compromise the health of the local salmon population. At least 50% of the profits go toward restoration efforts for riverbanks and riparian zones along the Kenai River. One of the biggest draws to this area is fishing, and if we don't protect it, that's it's going to be a detriment to everybody. This is Samantha Springer, executive director of the Kenai Chamber of Commerce. It doesn't matter the industry you're in, and so I think that we really need to focus more on talking about those things too, even though it's tricky issues sometimes on what should and shouldn't be done. It is really important to make sure that this is sustainable for the future. In total, the Derby raised over $10,000 for upcoming restoration projects, including the installation of a fish passage culvert in Kenai's Cemetery Creek. The designation of these funds was approved by the Kenai City Council. 
I think the Derby is really special because a lot of derbies, it's just the biggest fish wins. But we really appreciate the fact that um, conservation is a focus of the Derby. This is Jill Craig, an annual participant. We also like the fact that it's just, you know, for our family, it's a lot of fun. And it's an annual memory with Dad. The Craigs have made attending this Derby a tradition since it began seven years ago. Their youngest daughter, Abigail, has won the Youth Grand Prize two years in a row. She is six years old. Was it fun? Yes. What about it was fun? That, um, I would, uh, that my dad would, like, cook them, and then he would, like, toss them to us. And one time, I didn't catch it, and then it went on the ground, so then I had to pick it up. What was he cooking? He was cooking breakfast sandwiches. Mm. So you have special boat snacks? Yeah. When Dad takes you fishing? Yes. And then who fishes with you? Um, like one of my brothers or sisters helped me, mm-hmm. or my dad. You know, overall, Abigail, she's, she's pretty humble. That's Abigail's dad, Nate Craig. She, she doesn't really want to be in the limelight, uh, if you will, so she was extremely surprised uh, that she did win. Um, she was very surprised when we caught the fish um, at just how big it was. And uh, you could just really see the, the excitement, uh, you know, around her. So, and for me as well. Although recent flooding meant higher waters and less favorable fishing conditions, it only takes one catch to win. Dolores Rodis reeled in a single salmon while participating in the derby, yet took home the adult grand prize. He hit that pole hard and, uh, It just felt like a dead weight for a long time and just let it wear itself out. And it was just back and forth, me and that fish for a little while and had a lot of people cheering me on in the bank. And uh, a couple of people helped me net that fish because it was a big boy and hooked him just right where he wasn't getting off. And it was a good battle for a few minutes, actually. Again, Samantha Springer. Beside it just being a fun event, it actually is making a difference. You know, we are actually going to be putting this money towards something that um, helps the community, helps the banks, helps the river, and in in turn helps the fish. Participants of the Family Friendly Derby hope that more families and children will get involved with it in the future. In Kenai, I'm Hunter Morrison. For KFSK, I'm Hannah Floor. Coming up next, local and marine weather, followed by birthdays and community announcements.